Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Talitha Towers Foundation has supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since. Heroes like Marine Corps Sergeant Adam Mayo. He served our nation for over seven years before he was severely injured during training. He was left paralyzed from the chest down, severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently. Talitha Towers paid Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, removing a financial burden for him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his specific needs. Tunnel to Towers helps severely injured service members and first responders, as well as Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders. It has already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes. The foundation is also committed to eradicating veteran homelessness. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Shoulder to shoulder, shields high. Welcome to the Buck Sexton Show. Team, welcome to the Freedom Hut. It is the Friday before the big election, November 4th. We've got a lot to talk about. John Fetterman goes on The View, and the ladies of The View say that he is doing an amazing job, and he's brilliant, and he went to Harvard, and all this other stuff. So we shall discuss that, to be sure. Plus, Biden makes his final pitch to the voters. Doesn't really make any sense, but it's Joe Biden, so what do you expect? And also, uh, Carrie Lake makes a joke, and AOC says that Twitter wiped her account history or something. That's going to be an interesting one. We will break all of this down for you as we are in the final stages, the final laps of this race of the midterm elections. We'll talk about it in a second here, folks. going to be amazing. When cyber criminals comb the dark web for stolen data, though, some of the things they value most are your personal identifier information And that includes your full name, social security number, driver's license, bank account number, stuff like that. 
A lot of that information, believe it or not, is out there for cyber thieves to buy illegally on the dark web. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. And your personal information gets exposed so often, making it dangerously easy for a cyber criminal to steal your identity. Protecting your identity can be easy with LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock detects and alerts you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own, like loans taken out in your name that you didn't know about. If you do become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based LifeLock restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but it is easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. Join now and save up at 25% off your first year with promo code BUCK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com and use promo code BUCK for 25% off. That's LifeLock.com, promo code BUCK. All right, let's get into the Fetterman goes on The View because here's where we are. The libs are like, oh, we have to do anything we can here to prevent Democrats from losing control in the Senate. They know they're going to lose in the House. I'm saying 35 House seats pick up for Republicans as of right now. 35, which would be a total butt-kicking. Um, but... Could be anywhere from 51 to 54 uh, Republican seats in the Senate when all said and done. And here's what you got to know about the Fetterman situation. After that debate, he's done nothing but lose momentum. Now, there was a couple weeks of early voting before anyone saw that debate. So it's still a competitive race, even though any honest, serious person would tell you this is absolutely ridiculous, that this is a guy who has no business running for office for anything. I mean, I'm just going to say it. You would be uncomfortable letting John Fetterman take your shift at the Dairy Queen, okay? One shift. Hey, John, can you fill in for me at the Dairy Queen? You'd be uncomfortable with that. But Democrats say he'd be a good senator. He should be a senator for six years in the United States Senate. That is their position on this. It is simply, utterly outrageous So Fetterman goes on The View, the most favorable place he could possibly find for a discussion about him and his health. And here he is, and he is saying the campaign is great, and he's super healthy, and his doctors say he's great, and everything is fine. Play clip 25. What are your doctors telling you? Uh, Are they telling you that you'll make a full recovery, a substantial recovery, or a full recovery? What are they saying? Yeah, that, that's that's the case. Uh, and I continue to get better and better uh, every every day. And, you know, we're running a, a successful campaign here at, at the highest level. So I, I really do fundamentally believe that both our doctors believe that we're fit to serve. And we've been able to maintain uh, the, the kind of the, the rigors of, of running a campaign going all across Pennsylvania and spending thousands and thousands of miles all across the state, uh, without a doubt. Oh, yeah, it's been just amazing he's done such a phenomenal job except well we've all seen what happens sometimes let's just take let's take this for this for a moment though fetterman is somebody who at this moment in time is abandoning policies that he had before the before the stroke put the stroke stuff uh the situation aside it's very sad you know a lot of people know people who have had strokes some people have lost loved ones to strokes that's very serious very sad situation but looking at the policies for a moment of somebody who wants to be United States Senator. Fetterman said that he opposes fracking. We know this. But gas prices are high. And so now he just changes. Now he changes. And here he is saying that he fully supports fracking. Play 26. 
Previously, you'd opposed it. In the debate, you said you now support fracking. Can you explain why your position changed? Well, yeah, all of the, all, you know, the, any of the issues that I ever had with fracking was really around environmental regulations. And, and once those were passed and they were addressed, you know, I, I support fracking and I absolutely support uh, uh, energy independence as well, too, and making sure that we can never be uh, held uh, by a, a, kind, a country like Russia and making sure that we produce as much uh, American energy as possible. And I fully support fracking. Ah, uh, he fully supports fracking now. I just want to I bring this up because he's repudiating a position that he used to get into a position of power before with the left. He's a leftist. Fetterman's a leftist. He's not even just a Democrat. He's a leftist. But he knows the price of gas is high right now. And this poses problems for the libs. So he's just making stuff up at this point. He's just making it up as he goes along. And he doesn't actually support uh, fracking in principle. I believe that in office, he would be doing everything he could to go along with the Green New Deal, climate change, religion, lunacy. So this is just a dodge. And you see this from so many Democrats. And that, that's really what I want to get to. And Fetterman's just one example of it. The only way they will win is if they lie. The only way they're going to get into office in these close races is they pretend to be something other than that which they are. So there is an inherent dishonesty in so many of these Democrats running for these positions. There's an inherent dishonesty, right? And that's just that's just baked into it all. And then there's the dishonesty of the media, for example. I mean, here you have, I mean, it's remarkable. The View is the dumbest show on television. you got Joy Behar, who sits around. She's like, oh, my gosh, I talk about politics. You know, they're so evil. The Republicans are so evil. They're terrible. And you say, why does anyone, she's like in her 80s. Well, she looks good. She looks good for 80-something. Credit where it's due. But her political analysis is absolutely terrible. Um, but The View is is a show that you can watch and get the most low-information voter Democrat perspective on things. And here you have Sonny Hostin, who has had just, I think she may have worse takes on that show even than Joy Behar, uh, because Hostin has a, has a JD, and so she went to law school, so we're supposed to think she knows something about something. Um, here she is. Just pray. Oh, Oz is a bully because he showed up to the debate. But also Fetterman has a master's degree from Harvard, from Harvard. So that's really impressive. We're all supposed to think John. Yeah, John Fetterman is a scholar. John Fetterman's a brilliant guy. He walks around with a schlumpy hoodie on all the time and, you know, kind of just mumbles stuff. But play uh, Sonny Hostin's assessment of the situation. Well, I think you look and sound great. So last week, let me ask you this. You and Dr. Oz faced off in your first televised debate. And you said, quote, it wasn't exactly easy. I think it was an incredibly courageous and brave thing for you to show what healing from a stroke looks like. That's incredibly brave. On the other hand, Dr. Oz, a cardiac surgeon, in my view, came off as a bully. After the debate, the Republican National Committee chairwoman, Ronna McDaniel, mocked you, mocked your speaking abilities. Does any of this surprise you, a man with a Harvard master's degree? Yeah, I, I really believe that it, it certainly wasn't an even, uh, an even event for me, without a doubt. Does any of this surprise you for being a man with a Harvard degree? We're, we're going to play the credential, the credential card here with Fetterman, really? 
Okay, Fetterman went to the Kennedy School for a master's in public policy in 1999, if you're wondering. I know lots of folks have gone to the Kennedy School in public policy. It is a finishing school for people who want to be in elected office. That is all. It is not If it is not difficult to get into, it is not academically rigorous. There is nothing impressive. I know people are going to get mad. Some people on the right have their degrees from Harvard Public Policy as well. It is not impressive. You have some reading lists. You read a couple of essays. It's who cares? But people get it so they can say, aha, I went to Harvard. By the way, it's one of these master's programs that funds all these other. It's a huge cash cow, even for Harvard, which is a $40 billion endowment, or maybe it's even $50 billion now. Um, that's what's going on there. So, no, no, I'm not impressed by his 20 years, 20 years old now, 20, over 20 years old master's in public policy. From What does it even mean? The whole thing is ridiculous. But they're trying so hard over at The View, aren't they? Oh, and if you're if you if you want to debate any of Fetterman's policies or his capability, his cognitive capability to do the job, you're a bully. You're a bully. Let's talk about Biden. Speaking of cognitive ability, the lack thereof, Biden's situation. We'll get to that in just a moment. Look, if only all decisions were this simple. I mean, do you want the best of the best office chair? I'm sitting in it right now. You can see it right behind me on the on the rumble stream. This, my friends, is my ex chair. And it's the most comfortable chair I've ever owned in my life. Get yourself one. I spend at least, at least four hours a day in this chair because I got to do radio, I got to do podcasting, I got to do prep. Four hours of my day are spent in this chair. How how much is it worth to me to have a really comfortable chair that also looks really good in my uh, in my office? How much is it worth to me? Certainly worth twenty bucks a day, twenty one dollars a day. And that's what you can finance an X chair for right now. The most comfortable comfortable chair you will ever own. I love my X chair. And there's an X chair for every style. You can choose all these different extras and you make all these modifications and budget. Like I said, get one for $21. Uh, $21 a month. Did I say a day? I meant a month. $21 a month, folks. Okay. Less than a dollar a day. Less than a dollar a day you can get your X chair. There's all these different colors, too. I've got one for my sister. I've got one for my dad. I've got an X chair. They're the best. Check out all the options and their amazing financing plans right now at xchairbuck.com. You can see the one that I'm in right now. It's what I sit in, the letter xchairbuck.com, because no other chair can compare. X chair. Go to xchairbuck.com now. Pick it out for yourself. You're going to be so happy. It's the best chair. You're going to be so happy, so comfortable. All right, now we have Biden. Here is, folks. You know, it's not a not a joke. I'm a, here I am. I'm yell some things, and I'm gonna whisper some things. I'm gonna yell some things, and I'm gonna whisper some things. I mean, Joe Biden is the is the absolute worst in so many ways. I saw this. Uh, this is from a, a Twitter account called Maze Moore. He wrote, "When Biden says any of the following phrases, it means he's about to lie." My word as a Biden. This is not hyperbole, folks. For real. I'm being sincere. True story. True story. I'm being deadly earnest. Not a joke. Not a joke. I'm not making this up. I'm not being facetious. And then he writes hello, obviously, to indicate that Biden lies all the time, which he does. He's been lying his whole career. This guy's a joke. Democrats, this is what they offer up. This is the the guy they make president. I mean, they should be ashamed. They should just sit out politics for a little while, learn something from reality. But no, no, 
They want Fetterman to be in the United States Senate. I mean, they, they get even crazier, as we see here. Well, I wanted to give you an opportunity to hear from Biden here in the final days of what he's actually saying and how things are going. So play clip three, if you would. Here he is on here is good old Joe Biden on the economy. So the economy is up. Price inflation is down. Real incomes are up. Gas prices are down and need to come down further. Exports are all also up, which means a simple thing. We're making a lot of money in America because of that. Um, economy is up. What does that mean? Inflation is down. Price inflation is down compared to when? Because it's the worst it's been in 40 years. So it's better than it was 40 years ago, I guess. Yeah, we go back to the Carter administration, maybe have some worse inflation. Oh, okay. Real incomes are up. Do you feel like that? What's it like when you go to the gas station these days? What's it like when you're buying groceries, paying your rent, paying your mortgage every month? Gas prices are down compared to what? Folks, we all see this. We see the games that he's playing here. It's very, very obvious. And then there's Biden. Here he is complaining about MAGA Republicans as if there's some separation. MAGA Republican. If you're not a MAGA Republican, I guess that means you're already like a Lincoln Project person. You a Liz Cheney person. Who are the non-MAGA Republicans in the party these days? The MAGA Republicans are also the base. But here he is saying, hey, who the hell do they think they are? Play four. I took action on the federal level. We're giving up $20,000 in relief for people with student debt. 10000 for most folks, another ten if you had a Pell Grant. Look, what have the Republicans done? They moaned about it. They challenged it in court. Republican governors are trying to stop it. Folks, take a look at who's complaining. This, this, this I find fascinating. The people who are complaining, the MAGA Republicans who sit in Congress, had hundreds of thousands of dollars, even millions of dollars in pandemic relief forgiven. But they're now attacking middle-class Americans and student relief programs. Who the hell do they think they are? Okay, first of all, when the government shuts down your business and then gives you loans to continue with payroll, they're not doing you a favor. It was the idiotic Fauciite shutdown, lockdown, Democrat obsession with closing everything and keeping it closed. Yes, Trump did an initial close down and then tried to open up. And who fought it? The Democrats. Who extended it? Shutting down for two weeks, maybe even a month. We can handle that. But that's not what Democrats did. They wanted to keep the shutdowns going. But notice how dishonest this is. They got their loans forgiven. They had to get loans because the idiot Democrats in New York and California and all these different states kept places shut down for months. For months. And for what? For what? People are idiots, honestly, honestly. And you know what's coming, folks. You know what's going to happen in here. Trump, Trump's ready for it. Here he is at a Iowa rally, giving his strongest yet 2024 tease. Play clip seven. In order to make our country successful... And safe and glorious, I will very, very, very probably do it again, okay? Very, very, very probably. Very, very, very
Oh, that's nice. Well, get ready. That's all I'm telling you. Very soon. Get ready. There is a report in Axios that Trump may, in fact, announce that he is running on November 14th. He may announce this. So it could be quite soon after the election. We'll see. We'll see. And this is why this midterm election is really it's it's critical because it it puts a stop to the craziness for a period of time. But for the country to really move in the right direction, for things to get better, for our economy and our psyches to heal, especially after the authoritarian madness of covid, the reckless spending of Democrats, the wide open border, we need to win in 2024 as well. And then hopefully have a four year stretch of some really exceptional years because people would say to me, Buck, how, how do we make sure that we win? You know, we get our country back. And I always respond to them for how long? Let's try to get it. Let's try to stop the damage for at least the next two years. And then let's try to get four. Let's put four great years on the board for this country. Like what we had from 2016 to 2019, right before the pandemic. Country was amazing. Doing really well. Economy was booming. We were at peace. Things were going great in America. I used to say this to my audience. I said, guys, enjoy this. Enjoy this time. Other radio hosts, oh, this guy is falling. Oh, you know, everything is, you know, because they just want attention. I was saying America under Trump 2017, 2018, 2019, as good as it gets in a lot of ways, honestly. Peace, prosperity, booming economy was fantastic. We want to get back there. That's what we're trying to do. And stay there as long as we can. It's never going to be perfect. There's always going to be these lunatic commies running around. Uh, I'm not even going to have time to get the AOC thing. Who cares? It's honestly people that listen to her. It's sad. There are so many just low IQ individuals who vote. But anyway, that's what we're dealing with. That's what we're dealing with. But here's Carrie Lake, who made a Hillary Clinton joke that I wanted to share with you before we head off for the weekend. Play clip one. I was a little concerned today. I'm going to be honest. When I saw Hillary Clinton bad mouthing me <laughs> and she looked she looked angry and actually scared and and uh just uh, completely unrelated. I want you to know, just in case you're wondering, I'm in perfect health. My brakes on my car are in good shape, and I'm not suicidal. And we're going to win this thing on Tuesday. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just having some fun there. Having some fun there um, with the fact that Hillary Clinton has quite a history, when you look at it, of people meeting very unfortunate ends who seem to be in positions to undermine some aspect of the Hillary legacy or I don't know. I'm just, you know, there's people talk about it. It's why Carrie's making the joke. I'm just saying, just saying folks, Monday is the day before the big day. So you need to rest up this weekend, take some time, make sure you get out and vote by the way, if you're going to vote early um, and certainly mobilize for your, your vote to be cast on Tuesday. And uh, thank you again for those of you who are rumble subscribers, go to rumble.com slash the buck sexton show. Uh, and if you're a podcast listener, you can check that out. Also, tell people about what we're doing here. Like I said, the show is going to be growing. We're going to be doing more. We're going to start introducing uh, guests, history specials, long form. That is all happening. Uh, we're building out a set around me, as you can see. So it's you know it's a little bit of a little bit of you know spit and duct tape keeping everything together right now in terms of the visuals. But we're we're working on it, and we're going to have everything looking really fantastic soon. So. Join me in this process, and uh, we'll be growing together. Have a great weekend. Shields high. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since. Heroes like Marine Corps Sergeant Adam Mayo. He served our nation for over seven years before he was severely injured during training. 
He was left paralyzed from the chest down, severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently. Tunnel to Towers paid Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, removing a financial burden for him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his specific needs. Tunnel to Towers helped severely injured service members and first responders, as well as Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders. It has already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes. The foundation is also committed to eradicating veteran homelessness. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.